Right, we'll see. I mean, I don't know too many people who have this up, but well, it says it's still uh this is a uh, beta. Oh, all right then. Let's get it. All right. Uh I was about to say three, two, one, like we've not already been live for seven minutes. <laughs> well, either way. Welcome back, all you bitch niggas and bitch niggas. It's uh it's Tech Sports. We back after an eleventh month hiatus. We missed Damn, we what we miss? We missed uh, what, a six-game winning streak at the end of the season. Is it really that long since we recorded? Yeah, I think it's like October. Like the last time we recorded, the Lakers had just won a chip. God damn. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, also, last time we recorded, uh, we did not have all four NFL players. We did not have an MVP candidate. We did not huh. have a division title. Well, after week one, we still might not have them. You know what? That's true. We also did not have our uh, was our Indianapolis Colts AFC finalist banner, which we don't have, but I fully expected us to have one, but we didn't. All those things, uh, unfortunately, led us to where we are now. Fucking 0-1. And it's me and the draft guru for tech sports. Hefe, how are you? I'm good. It's, uh, good to be back. All right, that's good. That's good. That's good. I'm going to just let you take it off because it's not like I have a lot to say because it's only week one, but I have a few things to say. What was your analysis of the game yesterday? Because um, a lot of things happened. A lot of things could have happened, but what we lost, what, 16 to 23. Not the worst score in the world, but, you know, obviously we shouldn't score 16 points. Yeah, I think that's probably the biggest takeaway. I mean, obviously, you never want to overreact to week one. Um, or even week two early in the season. Um, but to be honest, coming out of the game, don't. I, I'm not going to say I have any – nothing in that game concerns me that I didn't already have concerns about, like, going into the season. Okay. I didn't come out of that game with like, oh shit, I have more problems than I thought we were gonna have. Uh, going into it, I think the biggest things were gonna be Josh Allen played out of his mind last year. So even if he got better, there was always gonna be the potential for a little bit of regression. I thought the O line played so good last year, we're bound to regress. I think it's just hard for them to repeat that performance. I think we kind of saw a culmination of both of those things in week one. Okay. Okay. I, th- but, I, mean, I mean, Pittsburgh, that's, they're going to be a great defense all year. They fucking mauled our offensive line. And, uh, I mean, oh, and then the last thing I'll say is the same beast I had with McDermott has carried over. Because his his coaching decisions and situational decisions are still fucking horrible. Ah, you know what? I, we've actually never touched this. So what what exactly are you talking about? Because I I generally don't have any issues with McDermott. Like generally, the I, I think the biggest one I probably had was last year in the AFC Championship game. Nigga ass just got a little tight, but that's just to be expected. Like we, the whole city was tight. So I'm not even mad at that. But I guess what concerns or what problems did you have with McDermott yesterday? the game. Um, there's absolutely no reason, 
in a game when you're when you're facing a defense that good, it's clear that your offense just doesn't. You're not sharp. You don't quite have it. You have to maximize any position that you can. And we're putting the ball on fourth and one, fourth and two, fourth and three. And then you finally decide to go for it on like fourth and eight or nine. Okay. Like I'm, I'm I'm wild confused. Like we have Josh Allen, the best short yardage goal line threat in the league, and we're punting the ball into the opponent's territory. Like we're, we're we've already crossed the fifty, and there's no reason we should be punting. Period. Okay. And it's kind of I've always had that beef with him. I I've always thought like his how he used like his timeouts were always a little off. Although I, I didn't really have that problem in this game, but I just think his he, he makes his those type of decisions from a defensive mindset. And I just think we leave possessions, we leave points on the table, and I think it hurt us in this game. Okay. I mean, obviously, one of the biggest players is probably well for me. This is how I knew the game was going to be just a dud. The very first three plays, we went three and out after, what, 75 yards by Isaiah McKenzie? We had the whole stadium, three passes, a drop, and a miss and an incompletion, and then we kick a field goal. Like, we've just wasted all of that momentum. We should have been up 7 nothing, And then that deep ball to Emmanuel Sanders, he just fucking overthrew it, as he's done for, I guess, now the fourth year now. And yeah, you that – Sure. <laughs> like we scored 16 points in a whole game, but if we just do like just three things differently in the first, you know, quarter and a half, we're already up 14 nothing, and we probably win this game. And yeah. to my surprise, the defense played well. Like obviously, Pittsburgh doesn't have the best offensive line, but we also don't have the best offensive line either. But the the game was lost, honestly, with our guards and you know, Mr. Colbert himself. Uh, I forgot his motherfucker's name already. The snowman. And I'm just like, hey, man, you're doing all this promoting. You're offensive lineman, man. I shouldn't be seeing you on Instagram all the goddamn time. Here you got Melvin Ingram coming in here whooping your ass. Hey, Darren man. Williams getting, Darryl Williams getting his ass whooped. John Luciano getting his ass eight. Honestly, like, Cody Ford been ass. Like, is you had a bad day when Mitch Morris is like he did all right. Even then, we so used to get him getting his ass like tore up, and it's like, damn, you didn't even get the worst of it. They were just rushing to four, just whooping our ass. Yeah, I mean, and again, kind of back to what I said earlier. I think our line, like going back to last year, I, I don't think people realize how good our line played. Like Josh was barely any pressure at all last year. Now, obviously, again. Of Pittsburgh, they have three legit pass rushers. Oh, for but, sure. I mean, man, I was going back and watch some of that, some of that tape, man. That, that man, Elvin, no, the Ingram hit uh, Deion Dawkins with that the, one of the meanest spin moves I've ever seen. That shit was disgusting. And it's like, yo, you you faced now. Obviously, you do. Are you actually did he face Melvin Ingram last year on the Chargers? I don't know, but you know the scout report and. Like damn! Like, also, I don't, I don't understand the decision to not have Zach Moss in the game and to play your what, third string tight end who saw two plays. This is like, hmm, maybe if we had an extra blocker back there, maybe things are different. But even then, that 
getting your ass ate by your defensive line. Like, there's nothing you can do. Guys miss some throws. The wide receivers drop some passes. I'm also not worried. Now, if we lose to Miami, we got a problem. <laughs> we got a big problem. And that would be called. That's panic. That's panic time. Even, yeah, again, coming out of this game, I wasn't that concerned either. Although I thought that was a team that we should have beat. And I mean, if you look at it, I mean, I think it was just a culmination of a, a bunch of things that kind of mm-hmm. all, you know, the old line was bad, which led to Josh getting panicky, which led to him throwing a bunch of inaccurate throws. Um, our defense played solid, but I mean, I wasn't expecting much out of Pittsburgh's offense anyway, so I thought we did what we were supposed to do. The one thing defensively I'll say that would kind of concern me still, um, you know, we made all these additions and all this investment into the D-line, and we did all that rotating, and I think the official number came back that we had, like, nine total pressures. And I'm like, against that offensive line, if we're only able to get nine pressures, we're looking at the exact same problems we had last year. So that concerned me a bit, but, I mean – I think the offense will get back on track. We'll be sitting here week two, relieved. But, yeah, if we can't beat Miami, then it's definitely a hit the alarm. Yeah, and I, I do think Pittsburgh plays the same way that they've done the past couple of years where it's just like get the ball, look left, snap, throw left. And then after a certain point, they're just like, yo, we're just not throwing to the right. I'm not throwing to Tredavious White side. Like, I don't care what you do. And then that's when this Levi Wallace is just like, man, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't hear a loss. <laughs> so, but I, for me, yes, the defense. Man, I, I have, I can, I can pick a bone with the defense itself. Once again, you have your first round pick, middle linebacker out there, balls in the air. He has the longest arms on the field, touches the ball with both hands, and we do not get that interception. I'm just saying, there are there, some players make that play. Great players make that play. Real Pro Bowl players make that play. He doesn't make that play. I haven't seen him make a play. Are about to get the contract. Some people were talking about paying him make to make that play. <laughs> I, Tyro Dotson makes that play. I don't know. I know. I know for a fact that if was his name, um, man, why do I have Alzheimer's today? Why can I remember our other linebacker's name? Matthew Milano. Matt Milano. He's definitely making that play. I've seen him make tons of plays. But so what? We play Miami now. Miami. They beat barely a first-time quarterback to a – do they have a good defensive line? Like, should we be worried? Like, should Mitch Morris fake a concussion and not play this week? How do you feel about this one? Not specifically. I think if Miami – I mean, Flores is part of that Belichick tree. So he, his defense is designed, I mean, to a T, how the Patriots do there. Um, they're – their investments are in the secondary, and their front seven is just, you know, a bunch of guys. Oh, man, we really got to watch out for him. It's more so, uh, like, designed pressure, things like okay. that. Um, so it's pretty much the opposite of what we just faced, where their front seven was nasty. or Their front four was nasty, and they had so-so corners. Right, the complete opposite. I mean, you're looking at T.J. Watt, Ingram, and uh, their second-year guy, Highsmith, that man, he's a problem too. So they have legitimate guys that can beat us one on one. There was literally one play. That man, Melvin Ingram, ran a stunt from one end spot all the way to the other side. So he lined up over Deion Dawkins, ran a stunt, 
all the way to Darrell Williams, ate his lunch, and got the job out. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah. It, I, I, hey, I'm not in the front office. I don't do, I don't do, you know, training camp stuff, things like that. But there's no way in hell they saw Wyatt Teller and was like, you know what? We don't need him. And now yeah, he's a legitimate all pro guard. But I mean, I, and I'll say that's one of a because even like the year he was here, I mean, I didn't see that. But I mean, you see him every day at camp. There's no way that you didn't. I don't know if it was you couldn't. I feel like you should you should be able to see. And then the fact that. They also, I think at the same time they had Cody Ford, or maybe they got Cody Ford next year, and he's legitimately worse in every single way. Like, name something that Cody Ford is just good at, and I'll wait here all day. Um, Besides wearing shoes and driving trucks, I can't think of a single thing. He played right tackle, right guard, and I believe at some point played left guard. He been asked every position. He's he's big. <laughs> Sure, <laughs> sure. That's. I mean, he doesn't get bullied. His problem is his. He just his feet, man. He can't, he can't get him moving. Yeah, it's just like, all right, cool. We fake inside. Oop! Look who can't catch me. Little arms goes right around you. Daryl Williams can't help. Mitch Morris, like I said, he gets hit in the one head one time. You don't know where the hell he at, so. And then John Feliciano, Mr. Vegan over there. I don't know what the hell he did. Nigga over there looking like me, which is not good in any sense of the way. He had an awful game. I think he had the lowest PFF grade of all the all-linemen. But, I mean, as a unit, they just all – just yeah, it was bad. Definitely definitely rough game. But, I okay. mean, in theory, with the weapons we have, and in theory with Josh, with the quarterback that we think we have, we just need our offensive line to be average. Yeah, like they they just can't be that bad. I mean, coming out of that game, to think, I mean, we're sitting here talking about how how horrible our offensive line was, uh, you know, and I mean Pittsburgh only scored twenty three points, and one of those was a pump block touchdown. Like after all that, Pittsburgh still literally didn't do shit. Like that Deontay Johnson catch touchdown catch was a great catch. Claypool's catch on the sideline, like he mossed, like those. They just made a couple of really, really good plays. That was the difference in the game. So I don't, I'm not too concerned, but yeah, it's I, just team that's a playoff caliber team. You want to see us show up better. Yeah, exactly. I mean, in technicalities, our last four games, the what the wild card, divisional, AFC championship, and week one have all against playoff teams. We haven't looked comfortable in either one of those games yet. And I think that's the concerning part about it. It was like, man, I really wish every we played like the Dolphins in that second quarter, or we play like we played the Broncos or some shit like that. It's just once we get up to them higher caliber games, it's obviously we won two of those games last year, but there's always something shaky. Always said like, I don't, I don't understand it. But like I said, we played the Dolphins this week. It's uh, they're three and a half point favorites. I've already put my bet in. They're three and a half point favorites. Yes, the, the Bills are. Oh, the Bills. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, if it were if it were the Dolphins, I think I would put my mortgage payment on that. But uh, talk about overreaction. <laughs> hey, I, all I know is, yeah, all I know is that that that's already in the parlay. 
Um, that's that's already loaded. Yeah, three and a half. I'm yeah, like, I, I, I would think that. And uh, yeah, this Dolphins game is like I said, it's not necessary. If they lose, it won't be the end of the world, but it will be the way that they lose, how they lose. Like if we lose next week somehow, thirty to forty, that's going to be a completely different conversation than we have now. But if it's like 27-10 somehow we lose, then we have a very big problem. And I don't know if we can solve that. But like I said, I have full optimism that we're going to come out and actually whoop Miami's ass. Because I don't – has Brian Flores ever beat the Bills? I don't know. I can't confirm. I do not believe so, no. Yeah, I think that streak continues. And, yeah, uh, I think um, that's one of those uh, – I think it's probably pretty close for maybe a half. I think we pull away, though. Okay, I think ultimately we're just we're we're much better than Miami. Pittsburgh, I mean, okay, but Miami, we should we should beat them pretty pretty handedly. Now, just one more thing about the, I guess the offense. I haven't watched all of the tape, just part of it, just a little bit. Is there any concerns with wide receivers not getting open, or was it just play scheme? Because I feel like part of it was play design. Obviously, some of the plays were fucking stupid where we're throwing the ball back on a four from one and just some of the other play calls just didn't make any sense to me. But was it just scheme? Was it play design or was it the receivers not getting open? Anything that you've seen? Probably a combination of everything. Um, But I would say our receivers getting open is probably the least of my worries. Okay. Um, I I literally just think it was a matter of we – uh, I forgot what the number was. Uh, I believe it was like 41% of Josh Allen's which like the NFL average, I think is like low 30s. So that's like, that's horrible. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Josh kind of reverted back to some of his you know, poor habits. He's under pressure. He doesn't look, uh, and, and to me, that's that's going to be the next step in the process for him. As far as, are you truly going to be quarterback is, like even you know, as much as Pittsburgh offense didn't do anything, like, you could see the difference. Like, Big Ben, how comfortable he looked. When we did pressure him, he knew exactly which read to go to. He knew exactly where he was going to go with the football. When Josh Allen gets pressured, his feet move too much. He starts patting the ball. He gets, you know, his, his accuracy falls off. Um, more than anything, I'd say that, coupled with some pretty poor play calls a few times. Okay. Well, let's get off the bills because I could do this for until Sunday. And I really don't want to do this. Is there any team that caught your eye positive or negatively? Like a team where you're like, damn, they look good, or a team was like, you know what? They look kind of ass right now. Um, It's always tough, obviously, week one, because week one results are almost never, uh, you know, a uh, – a measuring stick for like those in between teams, like those teams that you were kind of on the fence about. I was, mm-hmm. I am intrigued to see how the rest of the season plays out, like that Cardinals Tennessee game. Um, I, for some odd, for, for before you go, for some odd mm-hmm. reason, Tennessee was favored in that game, and I couldn't figure out why. I took advantage of it on the on the gambling side, but it just didn't make any sense. I was like, "There's no way in hell that Arizona is not better than Tennessee by a hell of a lot." From uh, a line standpoint, I think it was just a matter of kind of like how 
how I felt about both teams. It was like, well, going into the season on paper, Tennessee defense looked like it could potentially be horrible. And Arizona's offense looks like it could potentially be like top three, but I kind of want to see it first. Yeah, I don't look like, like, yeah, you look on paper, Arizona should be scoring like 35 points a game, but I kind of want to see it. Kingsbury's kind of like, eh. So I think that's more what that was. And week one, yeah. we'll kind of, okay, well, yeah, I kind of thought that, but I didn't want to say it. And it looked like a dumbass. <laughs> I respect it. I respect it. For me, I mean, he looks he looks legit. If he can keep that yeah. up, I mean, I, I mean, he he faced a lot of pressure too, but he he got you know his feet are a tad bit quicker than everyone else's. Yeah, <laughs> fucking lightning, but Wilson, but like on steroids. Oh, for sure. He's like, I don't know how to describe it. It's just you're just playing with someone who just so much faster. It's like when I watch Madden clips or like yeah, Madden clips. And they just use the quarterback, and they just run around for thirty minutes, and then we'll just throw a dart ninety yards. That's Kyler Murray, but like in real life, he's uh, I got him in like two of my fantasy, so I was quite happy with the results. Oh, we, I don't want to, don't really want to talk about fantasy right now. I feel like I, I put up like one fifty and loss. So I don't, I don't understand. This happens every year. I put up like the second most points in the league, but I end up losing because I face the person with the most points in the league. And it's just, I don't understand it. I really don't. It's, it's stupid. But actually, two teams that caught my eye, one in the positive, one in, or no, both in the negative way, was Carolina and Atlanta. And for someone who, you know, took a stupid, bold leap of putting Carolina to an A, the NFC South, they looked, they didn't look good against the Jets. And you should be able to rack up points against the Jets. And Atlanta is, I don't know. I have no clue. They might go out next week and win by 30. They also might lose next week by 30 as well. So who knows yeah. about either one of those teams? Um, yeah, if you're the Panthers, like, okay, you have Sam Darnold. You're facing his own team. Like, if there was one week that you was going to, you know, come out swinging and put up a 30 spot, that, that should be the game to do it. And the Jets, are they're not good. So that's it. I... Yeah, the East is looking like, uh, like depending on how you feel about um, like Atlanta, whether you think that Philly win is impressive or not. But mm-hmm. that is uh, Dak is the best quarterback in the division. That should push put them in a position. But it's like, but it's still the Cowboys. Yeah, and it's like, do I really want to root for them to, to win anything? No. But Philly, I mean, if they play that physical style of ball, then Jalen Hurts can just be all right and not fuck up. I think they can find themselves in a hunt at the end of the year. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because what? Washington, I mean, I wasn't betting on Ryan Fitzpatrick to do anything. Their defense is a little overrated, but they're they're still good. Now, why should they come here week four or week three and bust our ass? And then, um, what was it? Yeah, the Cowboys, they can. I think they'll be better than what like most people are saying, but like I said, who knows with that division? Who knows with our division? I mean, I fully expect us to win a division, but well, we should. I think it's yeah. I still think we're uh, clearly the best team in the division. Oh yeah, oh, and yeah, then Miami sure. and New England, I think, will both be in the hunt for, for playoff spots. 
let's hope neither one made the playoffs, but that's that's where we're at right now. All right. Well, that's all that I have. Anything that you want to go over? Um, not really. I mean, it, it in general, it was just good. It was kind of weird. Like, uh, I can tell my dad is like that. Almost. It's all that. With fans in the crowd. So good. Yeah, no, it's just I tried everything in my power to not go and buy a ticket, and I'm so glad that I didn't buy a ticket because I just would have been early mad at the stadium. But I'm definitely heading out to the stadium at some point this year. And yeah, football is back. I'm watching it right now. The Ravens are up what four? Lamar is literally playing out there like it's Florida A&M shitting on people. But uh, yeah, so we will. We will be back next week at some point after the Miami game. We will record again and then check out the website. Uh, also, yeah, check out the website. Check out the Twitter account. And I'm going to have a keep a essentially a weekly tally of what our record is online. That way you can see which one of us is better. Right now, Prince, even though he's not here, he's ass. I think he's under 500 on picks this year. So far, week one. And uh, who ended up? Uh, I think Kirk Moyer was by me. I think I'm pretty sure I want to pick. Ah, you know, we we stopped like you know after like week <laughs> five, so we can just redo that this year. You know, we just you know just keep. I don't want. I don't want to give someone a title for no reason. So and <laughs> then. Yeah, you know, we just we did like a third of the season. Who knows? But yeah, just keep an eye on the website. Keep an eye on Twitter account. Keep an eye on this green room account. I mean, if something happens, like yesterday, I went on at halftime for a couple minutes, and we kind of uh, talked about the Bills and how they were ass. And I probably would have done something afterwards too. But hey, we're here, so we'll see you guys next week. And everyone, have a good night.